Hello everyone and welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. This is your good pal and dear host, Lyndon Savanto. And today I want to recap a trip I did. And I am dubbing it America's Most Underrated City. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know where I'm talking about. And if you've never been, I'm about to tell you all about the great city of San Antonio, Texas. Where you go? New York, change of environment. Hello and welcome back. I am jumping into, as you know in the intro, obviously, my recent trip to San Antonio, Texas. Uh, The city that I will forever tell people is the most underrated here in the United States of America, San Antonio, Texas. Thank you for the great time and thank you for being such a beautiful city. First off, why San Antonio, Texas? I honestly don't know. My wife... (laughs) uh, She's always like looking at plane tickets and hotels and all these things. And then all of a sudden, I'm about a couple days away from uh, taking off to San Antonio and needing to pack and all that. So I'm like, I don't know anything about San Antonio besides the San Antonio Spurs. I didn't realize the Alamo was there. I was pretty pumped about seeing that, even though I didn't know... I didn't know a whole lot about it, but I certainly learned. So I was... uh, pretty uh pretty you know i didn't know what to expect i didn't expect much to be honest with you and uh i was definitely pleasantly surprised so um it's a typical kind of flight there we uh we get some drinks before uh hop on a plane arrive in san antonio i think we arrived pretty late um around like 10:30 it was pretty easy so if you go to san antonio from the airport to downtown where we stayed, um, you just take the expressway, or I guess the highway, whatever. The just get an Uber. They'll take you right downtown. It's just a straight shot. Um, pretty easy, pretty easy drive from the airport to San Antonio. So, if you're taking notes, that's positive. So, um, we arrive downtown. We get to our our hotel. We kind of it was a couple blocks from the Riverwalk. So, like, when we we figured out what we wanted to do in San Antonio, everyone said the Alamo, everyone said the Riverwalk. So, our hotel is just a couple blocks from the Riverwalk. Uh, We arrive at night, and it's kind of this long, rectangular building, um, which we later found out used to be a prison. (laughs) So, so here's a a fun little start to our our trip, and uh, we're going to be staying in this remodeled prison. We check in. And then uh, as we're going through the check-in process, this this older lady comes up and she's like um, talking to the, the concierge. She's like, um, is it true this place is haunted? Because my grandson heard that it was and now he doesn't want to stay here and he doesn't want to go to sleep. And it's like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. It's not haunted. And then the woman walks away and he's like, yeah, it's definitely haunted. <laughs> so turns out at this prison, they uh, they used to hang prisoners. Um, from the third floor, I guess that's where they would, you know, stage them, and then they would drop down. 
Luckily for your dear pal Lindy, we were staying on the third floor, so I don't know if that would be necessarily more haunted or less haunted because if they if they're getting huh, if they're getting hanged from the third floor, their body's going to go to a, a different floor. I don't know how if it's more or less haunted, but it probably was equally <laughs> haunted. So you know, it's a nice, nice looking hotel. It's all remodeled, all that. So we get into the room, and they're very high ceilings. Um, the windows, they're like these historic windows. There's even a note saying, you know, historical windows, don't touch, don't open. And then, like, the ceilings are in the room were higher than any hotel room, especially for, you know, where we were or the type of hotel we were at. So it's like, okay, <laughs> you know, there's probably ghosts, so... Uh, we're gonna figure this out and then from when we had the door closed you could really hear the rest of the guests in the hotel and then when nighttime rolls around and you start hearing people walking around you hear doors slamming you're like well <laughs> well did someone actually slam that door or what's happening i slept very well so we wake up the next day since we live in florida it's always warm we wake up the next day it just looks cold as hell um, in anticipation for the trip, it was supposed to be, you know, 30 degrees Celsius, sunny, beautiful, and it just wasn't. <laughs> I think the highest we got to was our last day, which actually was a really nice day. But of the main days we were there, I think our high maybe was 18, which isn't a big deal, especially for my listeners in Canada. But uh, not what we were overly packed for, at least myself. I uh, <laughs> I was wearing shorts all weekend. So, um, yeah, we step out. We're still going out. I, you know, I grew up in the cold. You know, that's no problem. <laughs> well, I, I'm now a Floridian and, yeah, cold and me no bueno. I'm going to Detroit this weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so we step out of the town. Instantly, you start seeing the, the history of, of San Antonio, everything that happened there. Um... And uh, we get to these courthouses, we get down to the river walk, which Alyssa and I were both just blown away with. Um, it, it doesn't, depending on what list you look at, the San Antonio river walk either appears, you know, in the 3-4 spot, or it just isn't there. And they always say the Detroit river walk is the best, which I will be the judge of that in a couple days. But San Antonio Riverwalk is absolutely gorgeous. It's pretty narrow. Um, it can fit two tour boats because there's a lot of tour boats just running uh, a lap around the, the Riverwalk. Um, but it's all brick. It's all cobblestone. There's big trees overlooking. There's little kind of curved bridges that connect you to the either side so you don't have to walk all the way down to one end or the other. And there's steps all along the river walk. So every street, every bridge you come across, there's steps to get up. You can go up to the to the main road level and stuff. It's absolutely just stunning. And it was a shame because, you know, we got there. It was We were feeling a bit cold. And, uh, you know, we still, you know, we were going out all day. So we, we started with some margaritas, which turns out we're not, either of us are not really big fans <laughs> of margaritas. But, uh, you know. When in when in San Antonio, you get a marg. But, uh, you know, we explored the Riverwalk, walked around. There's a lot of different styles of restaurants. There's a lot of culture. Um, San Antonio, I believe, 
this is correct. <laughs> it is correct. But I read that it has uh, the largest like uh, Latin American Latin American population in the U.S. And it, you can see it everywhere with the you know the Tex-Mex food, the drinks, the the music, even uh, people walking by, the language, everything. It's a it's really this pretty impressive this cultural city that I didn't overly expect. I don't know. I have this this vision of Texas. You know, uh, from some some Western Canadian who doesn't know anything. I have this vision of what Texas was. And San Antonio, at least where we were and spent all our time, is nothing like that. So, I mean, I didn't know what to expect, but I was very pleasantly surprised um, with the culture and everything. So, you know, we went around, we got drinks, we, uh, we went to, I think it was called Smoke... It was like a bar and grill. We got uh, margaritas there. Then we ended up at Little Rhine Prost House. It's like this kind of throwback German cottage kind of bar where you can get uh, mixed drinks or beers and stuff. And you can get German food. And it was great. We just had a good time. We looked over the river. You could see see the boats go by. Um, and then eventually we made our way to... I guess the main, the absolute main tourist attraction in all of San Antonio, which is the Alamo. And for those who do not know about the Alamo, it is a, what it is now mainly, or there's the grounds, but it's a, it's an old church is mainly what's left. And this church is where the Texians, not Texans, Texians, these were the guys fighting for, you know, to to uh, protect Texas from the Mexican invaders. So at the Battle of the Alamo, it uh, um, the Mexican general Santa Ana, who we'll get, we'll get to a fun fact about Santa Ana later, but Santa Ana was coming, and um, over the course, I think it was thir- 12 and a half days, because it ended up finishing, but uh, the Mexicans kept advancing slowly and slowly and slowly, pushing the Texians back, which... Uh, in the Texians, there was uh, Travis. Uh, his last name is Travis. I, f- I don't want to screw up his rank, but we're going to call him. There's Travis. There was Davy Crockett, who you might have heard of. You may have heard of the legendary frontiersman. Um, Davy Crockett, Travis. Um, drawing a blank. Branham. Um, Jim Bowie of the Bowie Knife. Bowie Knife. Bowie knife, I think it's Bowie knife. He was there as well. So some of these kind of iconic figures of like, I don't want to say the old west, but that kind of frontiers day, they were all there at the Battle of the Alamo. So as the battle progressed, the Mexican army made their way across the river, slowly and slowly and slowly pushing their, you know, their camp, their settlement closer and closer to the the church at the Alamo, which would be the last stand. So all the, eventually, there's like a big area around the church. There's like a courtyard, all this stuff. And eventually the Mexicans broke through, uh, broke over the walls, broke through, and pushed their way towards the church where Crockett and Travis and all these guys, they uh, they made their way back. Sam Houston, they all made their back in, way back into the church and surrounded. This is it. This is their last stand. And... Uh, Travis actually wrote a letter to some of the surrounding Texan cities 
asking for help, but then when the time by the time the letters got there, um, the the Mexican forces were also making their way there, so they they were they were unable to make their way to the Alamo to uh, to send help. And at the end of this letter, Travis finished the letter with victory or death, and unfortunately, uh, it would be the latter. So Crockett, Travis, all the guys. Everyone that's fighting for the Alamo back their way into this church, and that's where they make their last stand. And um, they fend off the uh, the Mexican army for as long as they can. Uh, ultimately, they all fall. Um, some of the women and children survive that are hiding in the church. And a guy named Joe. Joe, he... It was one of the only men to survive the Battle of the Alamo, and he shared the story of their their heroic last stand. And so, when you go to the Alamo, it's free entry. You just get a ticket. You go into the church, and you can't touch the walls or anything. But it's this small, you know, it's kind. I want to say like a mid-sized church. It's really not that big, but um, this is you can just you can feel this presence of what happened there. You know. These historical figures like Davy Crockett and stuff, they were there fighting to defend the state of Texas from the Mexican invaders. And um, it's kind of this surreal, overwhelming kind of feeling, especially if you've been to um, been to like the Roman Colosseum or something where some historic battle happened. I went, I've been to one of the D-Day beaches in northern France and you just kind of feel what happened there. Um and it was the same here. It was a really, it was a really neat experience. It's a free museum to visit. You learn all about it. Um, they have video. They have artifacts. They show, you know, how they lived, where they lived. They have the well they got water from, and it's it's really an amazing experience. And honestly, when you do the um, things to do on Google search uh, of San Antonio, you see the Alamo. You don't really know what to expect. And uh, I was beyond impressed with uh, with every everything involved there. So as part of the experience, um, depending on the time of the day and stuff, there'll be, you know, men dressed up in the, the uniforms, guys will play the drums, guys will explain how life was for the people inside the Alamo kind of little uh, settlement before before the end, before the final stand. And uh they do from, I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday at 11 and 2 or 11.30 and 2. They do a musket firing. So they'll actually walk you through. They'll show you how they load, uh, explain all the weapons that they used at that time. And then they'll actually fire the weapons um, in a designated area. It's not just randomly there, but they have a designated area and they'll fire it off. And <laughs> Alyssa and I were like, okay, this is going to be cool. This is going to be cool. And it was just loud as hell. It <laughs> just scared you could see everybody surrounding just jump because it was just it was so loud. So I couldn't imagine being in the church with these these muskets going off. Like these guys, if they survive, they would never hear again. So um, must visit. Obviously, if you're going to San Antonio, you're going to visit the Alamo. I mean, the whole city, or at least the downtown area, kind of you know makes reference to it. You see stuff about the Alamo or Davy Crockett, the hotels surrounding all historic all around there and they're all kind of named after people that had a part in the Alamo or uh, founding or foundational role in San Antonio. So there's the uh um 
the Davy Crockett Hotel right behind. You go inside, there's saddles, there's all these Old West kind of decorations, and um, it's really neat. It's really, it was really, um, it surprised me how much I was uh, kind of enthralled in the whole experience at the Alamo. So, and for fans of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, there is no basement in the Alamo, and they will laugh you off if you ask. So, don't do that. Um, the next major kind of place to visit is the Tower of the Americas. It's like a, it's a pretty classic looking like big skyscraper revolving restaurant at the top, but it gives a, a really good view of San Antonio. And, uh, we went up to the bar up there, so it was, we didn't have to pay a, a ticket to go to the top and it, you can just see the city as far as, uh, as far as your eyes can go. And since mine are 2020, I can see pretty far, but, um. Yeah, so Alamo Tower of the Americas. There's a there's a hotel right by the Alamo called the Menger, and I can't recall the exact date that it was made, but it was like 1850 something, and uh, it's still running. It's there's a really beautiful kind of old the old lobby. It, it reminded me of the Titanic, you know. Uh, you know the big roof when the water comes crashing in when the ship is sinking? It kind of reminded me of that. Um, really cool hotel. Apparently also haunted. One thing we learned about a lot of <laughs> a lot of the hotels, all haunted. Every single one of them. They're just all haunted. They're up on top of, uh, at the top of many lists of haunted hotels in uh, the U.S. And uh, San Antonio apparently got them all. Uh, <laughs> so then the next day we went back to the Riverwalk, which... Again, I just love, there's restaurants everywhere, super easy to walk around, up and down. You can buy a beer to go and just walk around. Uh, we ended up at this bar called Esquire, and it kind of look. it's kind of, it's this old, old building. It used to be a barber shop. After Prohibition, it became a bar, and uh, one of the boat guides said, at 12.01, once Prohibition was lifted, drinks were being served, and... Uh, it uh, it's kind of situated between these two more modern apartments or hotels or whatever they're building there, but it's this old brick building right off the river. And it kind of reminded me of uh, the house from Up, how they wanted to destroy his house, but uh, he just stood still. That's what this looked like between between these two buildings. So as the day progressed, we went on. We uh, we got some all all Texas. It, I believe it was called. I, I'm gonna get this wrong, but I believe it was called the State of Texas. I believe that was the name of the restaurant. But I got some some smoked barbecue, got some brisket, got some sausage, some uh, potato salad. Alyssa got some um, enchiladas because Tex-Mex is everywhere here. So the food in San Antonio is unreal, and we literally walked up and down the River Walk every single day, just trying drinks, trying food. Um, there's actually a stage. So before we actually took the boat tour, um, the boats are just constantly going by and <laughs> you can just kind of, you overhear it or, or pick up some little tidbits of their, their tour. So there's actually this stage on the corner, beautiful little stage. Um, there's a little curved stone bridge that goes across right near it. And apparently this is where they actually filmed the swimsuit contest during Miss Congeniality 1. So if you're a fan of that movie or you're interested at all, just Google Miss Congeniality Swimsuit Competition and you'll see 
uh, a little white building, little like old Spanish looking building. Uh, this is the stage they actually performed on. Learn that from the riverboat, right? You learn a thing or two doing these tours. Go out and explore ya. <laughs> when you go in these cities, go out and explore. There's a lot to learn. Um, so eventually we did take the boating tour and we learned all, all kinds of fascinating things about uh, uh, the, the guy, forget his name, I really wish I didn't, but he, he kind of is known as the, the father of the Riverwalk. Um, and he, he had this building on the corner and nobody, he's like, you know what, I would like to build down the Riverwalk or like down by the river, I want to build a building and no one wanted to do it. So he's like, you know what, I'll do it. I'll put my office down there and I'll show you that it's safe. Because everyone was convinced that it was going to flood and uh, just destroy your business and everything. But he's like, you know what, I'm going to put my office down there. I'm going to show you what's safe. And we're going to go from there. So he built his architecture building there. They they came up with a system to uh, that the river walk won't flood during floods. So they have a series of gates and stuff that will block the rising waters. So then eventually he puts his office down there. More and more business starts coming in. Uh, Casa Rios, I believe, is the restaurant that we ate at. The Casa Rios. It is the... Uh, Casa Rio, my bad. It is the first restaurant that was built on the Riverwalk. It's right across from where he built his office. So, And then from there, it's just this rich history. And everywhere you walk... What, something I really liked in San Antonio was that there's these iron placards everywhere and it just tells you history of that spot, history of the area, this, 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 founder of this, uh, on this date, this event occurred. And they, they really let you just become, you know, surrounded by San Antonio's history. And uh, Alyssa and I both appreciated that. It was, it's just... You can just have a beer in your hand, walk around the river walk, and just read all the signs, and you'll learn so much about this city that just doesn't get any credit, or at least, I don't know, maybe because I am from Onaway, Alberta, in western Canada, and I live in Tampa, Florida, and maybe I just never heard San Antonio. Maybe some American friends who listen uh, can chime in, but I didn't know San Antonio was just so beautiful. And had so much to do, so much history and all this stuff. But uh, yeah, um, definitely didn't want to leave because, <laughs> I mean, the weather kept improving as our trip progressed along. And we were just having so much fun, drinking a bunch of local drinks. There was a beer garden we went to. There was live music everywhere. Uh, it was called Biergarten. It was <laughs> it was this German place. And we got uh, $8 giant liters of beer and we're just listening to um this kind of acoustic this acoustic singer and he's taking requests and he's doing acoustic remixes of uh you know like he did um boys in the hood by easy and it was just uh it was an amazing city it was such we did the boat tour it takes you all over you see everything there's art there's a shopping mall that the river actually comes into and does like a loop so when we were on the boat tour, we actually came into this mall area. And yeah, if you're planning a, a trip somewhere, it wasn't expensive, really. Like we only spent a lot on drinks and food because, you know, you drink more, you eat more. <laughs> Life. That's why I look like the way I do. Um, but if you're planning a trip and you want uh, you want to experience some history, some... Uh, some important American history, some Texan history, 
San Antonio is a place to be. Honestly, underrated city. Um, definitely want to go back. Like I've been to a bunch of cities throughout the world, about throughout the U.S., where it's like that was cool, but I probably don't ever have to come back here. But I'd like to go back to San Antonio for sure, and um, highly recommend it. That is why I'm going to label it as my uh, most underrated city in the U.S., at least so far that I've been to, because I've been to a lot of overhyped cities, talking about you, Los Angeles, but um, yeah, San Antonio, absolutely rich history, the Alamo was amazing, we went every single day, because it was free, it was like four blocks from our hotel, and it's right beside the Riverwalk. And, you know, they they have cannons, there's live music everywhere. San Antonio, if you're looking for a, a vacation destination, um, maybe wait a couple, you know, like a month or so if you want consistent heat. Because it kind of got chilly at times. But if you want a warm southern Texas, all barbecue, all brisket, frontiersmanship city with beautiful art, an NBA team, and ghost tours aplenty... San Antonio, Texas is the place to be. For now, I'm going to leave you with that. You can start looking at hotels. Hit me up if you've been to San Antonio or have any more questions. And with that being said, this has been the Always Moving Podcast. And I am your host, your host, Lyndon Savanto. And as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving.